Hey everybody, uh, this is Edgar right over here. This recorded after the show. Um, just wanted to give you guys a quick uh, answer, a quick question. Um, basically, you're going to be wondering, why is this episode turning 23? Why isn't it episode 1 and forward? Well, at the moment, this is the one that we recorded that was going to be ready for uh, Spotify. And at the moment, we're trying to, st we're still figuring now, we're still trying to see what, uh, what's allowed, what's not allowed, what they will restrict when it comes to our uh, backlog of episodes. So at the moment, we're just going to, you know, go with the flow and put the episodes 23 and beyond on Spotify. Um, so we're just going to see what sticks, what doesn't when it comes to like Spotify liking stuff. And once we do that and we feel like we know how we could work with the uh, previous episodes, we'll upload everything from our backlog and we'll put them on uh, Spotify and we'll let you guys know. But at the moment, this is episode 23 and beyond will be the ones coming on Spotify first. So just wanted to give you that guys that quick uh, understanding so you guys won't be confused when it comes to, you know, hey, why is this episode 23? Where's episode one, two, three and, you know, forward and all that stuff. So I might put this again on the next episode just to be safe uh, if people don't watch this one, but which you should check this one out. This one's a pretty cool episode, you know, just me saying. But yeah, um, anyways, I'll let you guys go. Hope you guys enjoy the show and bye-bye. acting a bit of a bit of funny it's, it's got these weird colors why you got these weird colors hey you know what sometimes light just needs to take a break and and it gives you different colors it's like hey you know you know the light that's normally blue it's purple it's like changing the <sighs> it went purple look at it look hold on let's see what do i let's see no Sorry that that little that little run in the intro that that intro is fucking growing on me more and more every time. Anyway, so what's up, everybody? How is what you? Up? How is y'all? Uh, how's how's stuffs? Hello, everybody. How's um. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, back to another episode of The Grand Slam. And, of course, I'm here with my two lovely hosts, Mr. Robin Machuca and Will from South Texas. Oh, hi. Hello. Shalom. Hello. Hello, everybody. <laughs> Welcome back to The Grand Slam, ladies and gentlemen, and I'm... Uh, as you can see, uh, we got uh, we had some news and we got some movies to talk about. I'm gonna stop talking like this, but um, oh, we have news. Cubs win. Cubs win. <laughs> we got some news and we got some stuff to discuss about Lee and Jalen. But uh, first things first, before we get to the news, let's talk about the big thing that uh, everyone wants to talk about. So, <clears throat> so. Um, as you can, <laughs> as you can see, <laughs> we are. Um, how do you say? We are 
live on Twitch. We're also live on, um, not live, but we also do it on YouTube. And I know some of you uh, guys were all wondering, hey, hey, Edgar, hey, uh, Robin, Will, everybody, um, hey, uh, have you ever have you ever thought of um, you know, putting on on the the Spotify, the Spoofy Doo, the Spotify Runeo. And, um, hey, this is a podcast. Uh, I like to listen to podcasts on my way uh, to work in the mornings, but uh, I can't watch it on the YouTube or else I actually watch the YouTube and I've, I've already hit that same stop sign five times. Yeah. I can't do it. I, I'm a devoted uh, podcast watcher, but uh, God, I, re- I really wish it was on the Spoodafoo, the Spotter Fifth, the, the Spoofy Doo. The Spoofadoo. Spoofadoo. What are we? Some kind of terrible. The the Spoofadoo. The Spoofadoo. You you get the Spoofadoo with a nice matter nada. It's a delicious app. Uh, Jesus Christ. (laughs) For the next 30 minutes, we're just going to do terrible stereotypes. And now, I'm just fucking kidding. He's nice. He's nice. But, but, like Edgar was saying, Spotify. Yes. And with that, and so, as we heard you guys, and Technically, as you can see, there's no music going in the background because this is going to be the first episode that we're going to upload on Spotify. So hopefully maybe soon in a couple of days. So it might take longer than we do when we upload them on uh, YouTube. It'll take like a couple of days to be on Spotify once I get more of the stuff configured and all stuff to be on the Spotify. Luckily, it's just the audio that you're sending. So, I mean... You don't think you you don't think that this has to be edited? You well, don't it does think have, with it, some, yes, you don't does. think with some it of the does. terrible things we've said <laughs> that Edgar doesn't spend hours of work cutting around our atrocities, our verbal atrocities, <laughs> oh Robin. The I things that you like say her. about grilled cheese sandwiches <laughs> would make a would make a pimp blush. Oh my God. <laughs> and it's true, folks. I've heard him go on and on about grilled cheese. We've we've probably cut uh, 45 minutes just out of the last three episodes alone. <laughs> you did not hear that on the YouTubes because Edgar has worked very hard. Very hard. Thank you. Cutting Thank that you. out. That God being damn. said, uh, this is the first time we're uploading to Spotify, so if y'all could give us a little slack on the uh, general timetable of that, we would very much appreciate it. Isn't that right, Gee. Edgar? Edgar? Yes, yeah. very yes. So as you so it it might it might sound good on Spotify, it might not, but you know we're learning just like how I was uh, how we learned how to put stuff on YouTube and uh, like to edit and the sound and to stream this show. And so we might evolve and maybe it'll sound good on Spotify. Maybe it'd be nice. Maybe not. But hey, this is going to be this is officially going to be the first episode we're going to upload on Spotify. Also, if you are listening to Spotify, we love you, too. And we hope you enjoy this. And let us know on YouTube or on Twitch or wherever you're uh, wherever you want to contact us and tell us what you guys thought if it was on Spotify. Hopefully this all sounds nice and clean for you guys. And hopefully this sounds nice and clean for you guys here on Twitch as well. 
also right now in Twitch or if you're watching this on YouTube, I'm going to need you to put in the comment section right now, put in the chat, the fish man lives. Fish man lives. The fish man lives. The fish man lives. That's going to be our first piece of, uh, <laughs> of merch. The fish man or was that the second piece of merch? I honestly can't remember. That was the first one. That was the first one. What was yeah. the second one? What's the second piece of merch? Because was... we, came, we came up with uh, what our our group name would be. Oh, yeah. I forgot. <laughs> I mean, I didn't forget that we came up with the name. But, like, I I, I, I forgot that that was the second. Anyway, the fish man lives. Um, also, to slightly correct something Edgar said, he said that we learned how to put it on YouTube and we learned how to stream on Twitch. Okay, we didn't do any of that shit. Edgar did that shit. Robin and I don't do shit but show up. Isn't that right, Robin? Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> we, yeah we we're, sh- we're show up. <laughs> yeah, we have done nothing useful in terms of expanding uh, and making this a better quality show. We do show up, and uh, <laughs> you get to benefit from that. Um, the fishman lives. Uh, <laughs> but, but let's just have a round of applause for Edgar learning how to do this stuff because honestly i'm i'm a boomer and i and uh actually uh i'm afraid of my own computer i think it has a mind of its own and i think it's gonna kill me i've seen terminator uh I need to John Connor. You have to kill John Connor. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, remember when we were starting the show? We're gonna be on Spotify. It's gonna happen. Sorry, okay. Away. But yes, we are gonna be on Spotify. That's gonna be the first episode put on Spotify. Most likely, I'll put like an intro for it to on the starting. That's episode zero. But you'll have this on uh, on the Spotify. So if you guys want to and you guys are excited, you guys have Spotify and you want to listen to it again, but you're not going to be able to, or you can't be able to listen to this show right now. And you like to listen to it while you're on the road, while you're driving to work, or if you're driving to your grandma's house, or you're driving to your mama pop's house. Or if you just have a really weird idea for a playlist for when you're having a good time with a romantic partner and you want to have us talking, well... I can use my very white voice if you want. That was more Morgan Freeman, but not. Um, You'll never find. There we go. I got it. But that's all the music we did. Another love like mine. Anyway, we can all talk like this, like we're listening to smooth jazz. But we won't. <laughs> um, anyway (laughs) the grand slam goes jazz anyway uh, or i mean you know if that if that is in fact what you want to do uh call me uh (laughs) (laughs) oh goodness goodness gracious robin why would you say that
I take. I took a sip of drink right when you said, "Well, what did I?" I just almost spit it onto my monitor. Oh goodness! But um, yeah, stuff, things. Stuff, guys. Uh, is there any other news? Like this is like you know the news segment. Is there any other news? We're going to be on the Spotify. Uh, you're going to be able to watch us. Well, you can't watch us on Spotify. Yeah. You're going to be able to listen to us to our dulcet tones. Uh, but is there any other like news Ooh. stuff? Um, just uh, just make sure to give us a, a follow on Twitch. We're almost five uh, followers away from getting an affiliate on Twitch. And also subscribe to our YouTube channel, you know? Join the Discord as well if you want to be part of the community and get the updates early on stuff. You know, all the nice jazz and stuff. And again, I do want to apologize for the recent stream. Sorry for the technical difficulties. Some weird thing hamsters happened. Hamsters were on strike. Yeah. <laughs> hamsters went on a hamster strike. They didn't want to do anything of that. So, you know, we just got to, we had to do compromises. We got to, you know, we got to, you know, work with them. But, you know, we're back. We're back strong. We're back ready. Ready to do this. And let's get to this. And before we get to the movie that we're going to discuss today, which was Mank, we got a, there was a lot of gaming news that came out uh, recently. Uh, yes. a, lot of, a lot of video game stuff came out. I mean, we had, uh, it, it was last week, we had the Nintendo Direct. The Yesterday, we just had, uh, we had PlayStation State of Play and just this morning, we got uh, a Pokemon Direct or a Pokemon presentation for the Pokemon yeah. 25th anniversary, and we're just gonna discuss certain things that we uh, that we really enjoyed from it, or certain things that kind of like were interesting to us, uh, certain things in general, and I guess we will we could start and and our overall impressions of the you know those directs and their their little show runs and see what we thought of them, and uh, I. Say we start on Nintendo. No. Yeah. And so we had Nintendo's Direct, which was basically, if you don't count their mini directs or their side directs that focus on like Smash Brothers or um, Monster Hunter and all those stuff, this was the first Nintendo Direct uh, to be aired in over a year because the last Nintendo Direct aired on September 4th, 2009. I was about to say 1999. I mean, Damn. Wait, <laughs> yeah, I was about to say 1999, but no, the last actual full length Nintendo Direct was on September 4th, 2019. And so, I have a question. Yes, Will? And excuse my ignorance here. What is a Direct? It's like a conference, but it's on, it's on online. Mm -hmm. They just did a, like a, uh, an online conference discussing what upcoming games are coming this year and into the next year as well. Okay. So yeah. it's like it's an announcement. Yeah, kind announcement of announcement of multiple games, yeah. Mm -hmm. Like their okay. information of like what games are coming into the future besides like instead of like waiting in, to information it's an informational. Yeah. It's a uh. it, it was a 50 minute informational on different games that are coming out for the Switch. Yeah. Okay. And is yeah. this where they announced the Frasier reboot? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. I don't believe so. I think that okay. was like I think Twitter or Facebook or something they started doing. Oh, that. okay. That was uh, that was on that was on the uh the face the Facester, the the Twit book. The, yeah. 
the the twit book. The, <laughs> the, the, the twit book. Uh, the U space. I got it. U space. But yeah, we had a we had our recent Nintendo Direct that just happened, and there was it was there were some things that I was interested in that I liked, other things that I was like ah it was, it, it was overall like okay, but um, so I guess like the first thing from the Nintendo Direct that was it was kind of surprising, kind of not, but we got uh, it was inevitable we were gonna get uh, another Xenoblade character um, for Smash Brothers for Smash Brothers. And instead of that being the one that people were like, oh, it's going to be Rex and Pyra. And yeah. it turned out to be the two... Uh, Xenomorph? Fa- the Xenomorph? <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, I hope so. Why did it have to be... Why Fortnite? Why Why couldn't they just go to Smash Brothers? Wait, the- Fortnite. Uh, Fortnite. That's the game that the blue-haired guide plays, right? Yes. Uh, apparently, they added Ripley as a playable character, as well as a Xenomorph. They added a Terminator, Sarah Connor, Ridley, Ripley, uh, a Xenomorph, Shung Li, Mustard, Ryu. Um, there's uh, although, yeah, I was about to say, like, you're not so far off with the strangeness, uh, Will. Yeah, it's not. Mustard, but <laughs> which what are you what are you talking about? The rumor that that Peter Griffin is going. To oh yeah, there is for. there is a rumor. <laughs> <laughs> hey Lois, hey, lo- go beat up Mario. Hey Lois, you get out of this neighborhood, you son of a bitch. <laughs> the, guys, <laughs> the guys who uncovered the files that then confirmed that. Ryu and Chung Lee were going to be in Fortnite. They also found a file saying that Peter Griffin was going to be announced soon. Hey, Peter, no. you're going to be in Fortnite. <laughs> hey, hey Peter, Peter, remember the time you were in Fortnite? I hate you. God damn it. Why does it always. I hate Peter. Hey, Peter. Hey, hey. Peter. The <laughs> <laughs> Not the full character, Colonel Mustard. Just the yellow game piece. Oh, its special powers is it, it can throw a wrench, it can shoot a gun, and it can strangle you with a noose in various rooms. <laughs> it doesn't have arm, it doesn't have arms or legs, but somehow it still does the floss dance. But oh, you don't God. see his moving. You can see his torso moving as if he's doing that. <laughs> But yeah, there's a there's a there's a lot of there's a lot of weird characters in Fortnite. Like they they start they've done this since the beginning. I mean, they had John Wick. Um, I thought you were gonna say John Wayne. <laughs> they had John Wayne. <laughs> well, full grown, I'm gonna. I, yeah, I kick wouldn't. Your I, ass. Would, I wouldn't be surprised if they were to put John Wayne in Fortnite. They put a bunch of people from The Walking Dead. Christopher. They per, they had Fortnite had movie nights where they showed. I kid you the fuck not. It was a premiere of two. It was a premiere of fucking Christopher Nolan's Inception. <sighs> you would go on the battle bus, get down on the ground, go to wherever you, whatever it had, and you would land and you could sit with all the other 100 Battle Royale players in Fortnite and would all join in and watch Christopher Nolan's Inception. God damn it. <laughs> 
I, I hate well, that's exactly what I wanted to do with my <laughs> evening. Uh, also, I, I come on here to play a battle royale game. Nope, I'm just going to go in there and sit and watch a movie that I could just watch on Netflix. <laughs> also, um, who else? Also, Travis Scott is in Fortnite. Um, and now Ninja is also in Fortnite. Yeah, Ninja was Fortnite. Thanos was Ninja. a the blue haired oh, guy. Blue haired guy. Yeah, yeah blue haired okay, guy. Cool. Sorry, I, I you, you got to use his real name. <laughs> I mean, not not his moniker. Uh, his name is Blue Haired Guy. <laughs> Blue Haired um, Guy. By the way, Mister Mister Blevins, if you watch our little podcast, don't hate us. <laughs> <laughs> we we bow down to your empire, Blevins. We bow down. Blue Haired Guy. His name's fucking Blue Haired Guy. Right? Blue Haired Guy. Anyway, um. Hey, I have an idea for New Year's. Let's all let let's go to Times Square and have everybody floss. Oh my God, Robin! <laughs> oh my God! Actually, flossing is very important to dental health. Uh, anyway, uh, so Nintendo. Yeah, back to Nintendo instead of Fortnite. Uh, so yeah, th- we had uh, two big uh, two anime girls uh, come into Smash Brothers. Kind of surprising, kind of not, but it was kind of like, okay, all right, not the character I wanted, but uh, happy for others who wanted that character. Uh, but then we went yeah, on. Yeah, I, I was kind of eh about it because I'm just, I'm not a fan of Xenoblade Chronicles. Mm-hmm. But it's like, okay, I mean, it, it, I hope we do get Crash Bandicoot soon. I don't know mm-hmm. when the hell that would even be, but yeah. there's a rumor that that he's going to be put in Smash. Is mm-hmm. that's one of the rumors. Yeah, it's either Crash or like a Monster Hunter character. What's been rumored? Yeah. I'm hoping- you know what? Uh, the uh, the character that I uh, really hope they uh, they 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 put in this uh, the 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 these, uh, Smash Brothers games is uh, is uh, Angry Snowman from uh, Clay Fighters. Okay. <laughs> how how many of the OGs <laughs> out there know Clay Fighters? Am I right, Angry I Snowman? Yeah. 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 Okay, so if they don't add this uh, to, oh, I'm, I'm forgetting the name of it. Uh, hang on. Oh, God. Uh, Robin's so, shutting down. Uh, oh, God. Oh, God. We're, we're having a total system crash. A total <laughs> system crash. Robin's crashing. Robin's crashing. He can't Clear. think of it. <laughs> I just remember. Okay, so if they're going to add um, the main bad guy in, um, yes, in, Robin, it's John, Johnny Thunder from Lego Racers. What? Um, if they don't add him into <laughs> Smash Brothers, from only one person would know who I'm talking about in the chat. That's Shane Paul. <laughs> Okay, fucking put Lego Racers in Smash Brothers. Clap. <laughs> oh yeah. my god. It's like saying I want Ty the Tasmanian uh, uh, Boomerang. Yes! yes! <laughs> Ty the Tasmanian Tiger into Smash Brothers for the Australian folks out there. Put him in there. Alright? <laughs> He's getting all this love again. Everybody, he's getting a lot of. They're getting a lot of support on Kickstarter for making an HD of Ty the Tasmanian Tiger two. Um, 
Fucking yeah, hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh god. But um, moving on to Smash Brothers. There was uh, a there was a par- there's I know there was a game that you told me you were interested in that I they I was interested in a game that has not seen the American public before and mm-hmm. it, it was only in Japan and they 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 upgraded it to um to to the Switch capabilities and it's coming to the states for the first time yeah. called Famicom Detective Club and there's two different games coming out, and I really want to try it because it looks really interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's it reminds I know me it was, of wasn't I know uh, this game was like only exclusive for Japan. I don't know how long it was only in Japan, but it's, it's because it was pretty cool that they actually oh now it's coming to the it's coming overseas it's coming here to get to the states here and now people can play it on the Switch. Yeah, the fact that I mean it's pretty old. I mean if it's if it says that it's Famicom, so mm-hmm. yeah, <laughs> that's an old console. <laughs> and um, um, uh, hold up, I need a burp. From what I can, what I, I'm trying to remember, what there is the only one that I can remember that was really big was they showed uh, what they showed at the very end. Oh, you don't remember um, Mario Golf? Yes. How did, yeah. you, how did you forget Mario Golf, Robin? <laughs> You're forgetting what I'm going through right now. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I forgot. <laughs> Whoops. Anyway, um, which we can't we can't talk about it on here. But anyway, um, Mario Golf Super Mario Rush, Golf. which yes. is coming out, I believe, in June, June 25th or June or July. And it looks uh, so much better than the than the Mario Tennis they tried to do. Or Mario Tennis Ultra Smash from the yeah. Wii U. Yeah. And this or is the, by, the recent one, I think. Oh, also. Mario Tennis Aces. That's yeah. those are the the Mario te- the people who make Mario Tennis Aces are the ones who are making Mario's uh Su- Mario Golf Super Rush, and they were also yeah. the ones that did the last uh the last known uh Mario Golf game on console. There are some on the 3DS, but the last console Mario Golf game was on the GameCube, which was Mario yeah. Golf's uh Toadstool to- uh, Toadstool Tour. Tour or something like that. Toadstool tour. Toadstool tour. And Toad had me do it. Toadstool toa. 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 Say that five times. Toad stool tour. Say toadstool tour. Toadstool tour. But they added. What's cool with this new one coming out is that they had. They have a rush mode where it's like a race against the clock. Whoever can get their clock in at whoever can get their ball in first. <laughs> it's a it's like every it's like basically it's like a rush mode. It's like it's a yeah. cooler. It's like everyone plays at the same time. So like everyone yeah. plays golf at the same time. You can mess with each other. You get power ups and you can knock other people out with the power ups. Power ups. Power ups. And I, I mean that looks like it's gonna be. That looks like it's gonna be he- like hella fun. Excuse me. Yeah. There's also going to be a story mode where your me can rise up in the ranks as a professional mm-hmm. golfer. Yeah. You go from rookie to then to Tiger Woods, and that's <laughs> it. Looks like it looks like a more problem in, in the background. It but, looks like a, it looks like a more fleshed out uh, RP. Looks like a more fleshed out story mode than it was in Tennis Aces. Tennis Aces, I guess I give them the benefit of the doubt that 
yeah, it's a better tennis game than Ultra Smash, but it kind of lacked the, the the story mode itself. I know some people wanted for the story mode, but I know after it came out, like after like I don't know how long it's been, like a year or two, and I know there's still people who play Mario Tennis Aces because the the gameplay itself it's still genuinely fun for some people. And the only time I played it was like when it was like a free demo, and I had fun with it. I thought it was pretty fun. Like I wasn't good at it. I'm like, I feel like if I were to continue playing it, I probably would have more fun. But at the same time, Mario Golf with that Super Rush, that looks like it's hella fun. Like, if it's going to be super fun to mess with people, getting the superstar running around, knocking other people out so they won't golf, that looks like it's going to be like such a chaotic mess. And I love that. And with the story mode with the me, yeah, you're going to be able to like implement uh, stats and stuff. Like, you could, whenever you level up, you could choose which one you want to upgrade and which one you want to improve. And I'm like, hell yeah. And it looks like if it's more flushed out than the other one, like if they improved upon Tennessee. Yeah. It's not really in the spirit of golf, though. Yeah, yeah. but <laughs> if you're going to play a golf game, you just get PGA 2021. Yeah. This is smart. I mean, if you're going to play a golf game, you got to like join a country club, probably. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone knows that. Everyone knows that you can only play golf at, like, I don't know, country club. Eh, I don't play golf. Uh, it, you know. Well, you're waiting, Mario. Well, it's a Snickers in the pool. That's a thing. Anyway, uh, <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> oh! And uh, uh, probably peaks there, but anyway. <laughs> so, uh, anyway, uh, really, the the one thing that really ended it that was really just the. There wasn't really much to talk about besides those three things. And the also Smash Reveal and uh Mario Golf. And then and there then, was they announced Skyward Sword HD. Oh yeah. Yeah, Skyward Sword HD coming to Switch, which is gonna be cool. I finally get to play that game. Yeah. Um I will I will say I'm most likely gonna play without motion controls. I am for yeah. one. It's kind. Of, there's people who are who are they hate motion controls. They're like fuck that, screw that. I'm the opposite. I embrace it i love it that's how i play splatoon i fucking love playing motion controls with splatoon i love it in mario galaxy it's not great on everything don't get me wrong they shouldn't have just implement it for the sake of implementing it only use it when it's it works and but with skyward sword it's one of the ones is one of the nintendo games that i do not like playing it with the wii mote hence why i never beat the game <laughs> uh, so to the to my to my good to my good buddy and my smash brothers buddy from high school and good friend abel i am sorry i have not finished skyward sword i still i still need i still need to give you back the sky your skyward sword uh video game back I never was able to play it with the Wii Motion. I never was able to finish it, but I will. I will give uh, Skyward Sh- Skyward Sword a shot again on Switch with the controller. I thought Edgar said to my to my Smash Bros buddy back at home, uh, Abel. I'm sorry, I haven't returned your call. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I haven't returned your call, Kane. Un- unrelated. <laughs> Unrelated to the show, I just needed to say that out loud so I wouldn't re- I wouldn't forget. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so uh, some of the, the some of the fellas are are, are uh, uh, talking about uh, Skyrim in the chat, and uh, I got a question, and it's really the uh, the most important thing. Um, any news on Skyrim? Skyrim six? 
Uh, Skyrim no. 6, it's the exact same game that we put out the last time, <laughs> except slightly better graphics, Skyrim 6. The only mm. news we have relating to um, Elder Scrolls 6 is that the got the... Uh, there's Call this, it what it is, it's Skyrim 6. Skyrim 6. Uh, there's this older woman who is a really big fan of Skyrim who even streams it a lot on Twitch, and a lot of people call her the, the, Sky, the Skyrim um, lady. Isn't it Grandma Skyrim? Grandma Skyrim, yeah. And she plays it a whole lot. And Bethesda was able to have her become a character within the next Elder Scrolls game. Okay, that's so, fucking baller. Yeah. Right? I'm I'm like, like, oh, yay! Shit. Good for happy for her. I'm really happy for that. Oh my god, I just googled Grandma Skyrim, and it's actually Skyrim Grandma, not Grandma <laughs> Skyrim. So Skyrim Grandma, I see the character they made for her. It's freaking baller. Uh, and well, she's eighty four. Well, they haven't. Made, well, we don't know what the character looks like because uh, they haven't shown. We do. They have a fucking uh, picture. I think. Yeah. Confirmed. It is confirmed. Yeah. Yeah. It's awesome. Nice. <laughs> Skyrim Scrolls 6. <laughs> Can't forget about the scrolls. Cool. You forgot the essence of the game. It's all about the cones. Oh, um, <laughs> that well, was, no, uh, I'm, just, I'm just now seeing the picture, and that's what the graphics are going to look like for the NPCs? God damn, unless that's just, they're just that, they're not showing what it's going to look like. That's just, uh, the pictures that they just took of her, but they put it in a 3D model. That looks cool, though. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> moving on. Uh, the last thing that happens... And also, the, I, I do... I, yeah. Sorry, Robin. But, um... With the, uh, with the Skyrim... Along with the Skyrim game, the Vigigame game Skyrim, they are releasing some new Joy-Cons. Some Zelda-themed Joy-Cons. And, oh, yeah. And, and they look, you know, they look pretty cool. I think they look cool. I probably might get them. Might not. What is a Joy-Con? They're the controllers for the Switch. Okay, thank you. Yeah. And um, hey, I'm here as the resident boomer. Okay, if I don't ask these questions, there's going to be somebody down the road who's going to go, "What? <laughs> what is that? What is, I mean? that is that some kind of is that some kind of pill that the kids are taking nowadays? Joy-Con. 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 Is that like the disco? Is that a new type of dance? Is that a new type uh, of dance? Kind of like what the kids were doing with Gangnam Steel? Joy-Con? That, that sounds... Joy-Con? That's a weird name to call Cheap Trick. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> He's just the old guy. Is just a big fan of Cheap Trick. It's like, uh, I don't know. That, that's, that does not sound like Dream Police. <laughs> three loved that I've got three loves in my life. My wife Bourbon <laughs> and Cheap Trick. <laughs> That's it. What about your kids? That's it. Wife, bourbon, cheap trick. I don't come to you tell you how to do your job unless it's Dream Police by Cheap Trick. Then I will listen oh. to you. <laughs> Start this show. Oh, the uh, is that the news? Is that all the news? No, we're almost no. We're almost there, Will. Right. 
We're almost there, Will. We're almost there. The the last thing that showed up in the um, for the Nintendo Direct is something that was really surprising, but at the same time, I'm just and I'm not a big fan of the game series. But I am. (laughs) Now, at first, it seemed like it it got my hopes up. At the same time. It, because my my friend Frank got his hopes up and that got my hopes up because it seemed like it was going to be a at first it looked like oh is it going to be a New Vegas uh a new New Vegas on Switch <laughs> and then it turns out it's uh, Splatoon three and um, <laughs> I don't know why you were thinking that because I was like this doesn't look like Vegas it just looks like I thought for my first thought. <laughs> And you think, oh, is it going to be? You see desert, and it looks like a a hellish landscape. I'm going to think, oh, is this going to be New Vegas? Oh no, it's not. For me, I thought it was going to be Pokemon Snap. And I then you know. see you see the Eiffel Tower <laughs> upside down. Pokemon Snap. You're funny, Edgar. Never change. He's then seeing a a destroyed. Eiffel Tower, so we know that France is just dead. <laughs> yeah, and, Fran- uh, Fran- Splatoon like destroyed France. It's canon now. France yeah. died because of Splatoon. And we don't have a lot of info yet. I think it's just like it's going to be more of a. Uh, yeah. It, it seemed like they're trying to go off of a um, Mad Max type feel with yeah. the third game. Because here's what I know of Splatoon 3. I fucking love Splatoon. I love playing that game like crazy. As you know, I'm not a big first-person shooter like a Call of Duty or um, Gears of War kind of guy. I play Doom, but I'm not a big gun shooter guy. But Splatoon, I love splatty tones. I like being an inkling. Splatty. And splatty. <laughs> I, like, I, I like getting a big paintbrush or a paintball gun and shooting the walls. And ma- making winning and who's doing the best graffiti there. That's that's what I love. I love that as Platty Tunes. And what I know about this is this. Tune. It's getting me every time. It's funny. <laughs> based on based on what the last Splat, uh, Splatoon was, which was the last Splatfest, which was like the competition thing. And the last one was Chaos versus Order. And what won Splatfest was, I believe, Chaos. So what the story of Splatoon 3 is most likely going to be takes place during that winning where chaos reigns supreme in the game. And, and then uh, a... a uh, uh, yeah. So, uh, <laughs> so that was the Nintendo Direct. <laughs> it sounded um, like it was a shutdown. I give it a 3 out of 5 stars. <laughs> I, I do too. It was okay. Nothing that now great. Then we move on to the one that was not good. Yeah, uh, we'll, we'll skim through. That would be like a the, quick thing. The PlayStation State of Play that happened yesterday. It was not good. Good. The it only was... thing that was the only thing that seemed interesting that came out of it, at least for me, was the Five Nights at Freddy's game because they showed gameplay of it. For me, it was Solar Flare. This cool indie game that looks super dope. And Unless you're a big fan of Final Fantasy VII Remake, they're going. They're releasing a another. Uh, they're releasing DLC, DLC which is a, which is a side story that most likely takes place after I don't know what happens to Cloud, and is based on yeah. some characters from Final Fantasy VII from their storyline. 
And, and also, uh, if if you happen to own a PS5 and you own uh, Final Fantasy VII on the whoa, PS4, yeah. you can get a free copy of of the advanced version that they're making for the PS5. Yeah. You could play it in 4K and 60 frames per second. Which, even though I'm not, I'm not a huge fan of Final Fantasy, that's still cool, nonetheless. That they're saying, yeah, we're gonna yeah. if you if you own it on PS4 and you get a PS5, we'll give you a free copy of an upgraded version. Oh, so it's like, oh, that's nice. So very, very cool thing. Other yeah. than that, there wasn't really that much said. I mean, they showed Crash, but I mean, we already knew that when they announced uh, the one for Switch. Um, yeah. We had Five Nights at Freddy's, which looks interesting. Like, there's it showed more gameplay than it's, we saw last it's time. It's an o- open world um, FNAF game, which is b- totally new to mm. the uh, all the other FNAF games that came out. So um, yeah. you're playing as a, as a child trying to hide from the uh, the animatronics as well as the security guard. It seems, yeah. and you get to look at the cameras with like a little cool wristwatch. Uh, with a with like a screen on it, but anyway, oh. that was the play, the state of play. I give it a one out of five stars. It was not that good. I give it a one and a half because there is also a game called Kenna, and it kind of looked interesting. Everything else was kind of boring, and it was it, it there really wasn't. They shouldn't have a state of play right now. Excuse yeah. me, they shouldn't have a they shouldn't had have a had a state of play because yeah, mean, all that could have easily been announced. Like on their own, it didn't have. There didn't need to be a state of play. Yeah, and it, it was it was twenty five minutes too long, is what I've heard. And yeah. yeah, and then the final one, the final gaming thing, which was, which I'm honestly kind of excited about. I'm, and this is the first time I've been excited about anything. Oh yeah, Pokemon related since uh, Pokemon X and Y. Okay, so, for, I thought you were just going to say, and this is the first time I've been excited in a long time. <laughs> uh, until, this point, until this point, I've just generally felt nothing, and now <laughs> I'm a little bit excited about... I just, you know, sat Pokemon. there and just looked off in the distance, thousand-yard stare. Um, but, so what they <laughs> talked about is and they... And there he was. Pikachu. <laughs> and you were just like ah i i know i did they did they announce another is there was there another trailer for uh pokemon snap that they showed it they should uh what they so what the pokemon uh, direct you could call it um they showed pokemon new pokemon snap which showed some gameplay and it showed some new stuff, which I'm still really excited for. That game, I'm like, I'm I'm down with it. I want to play it. I'm like, it looks fucking cool. Looks, it visually looks a thousand times better than Sword and Shield. <laughs> One because it's made by Bandai but, uh, Namco. For, for Snap, right? Yeah, for new Pokemon Snap. Yeah, no, I'm I'm excited for Pokemon Snap because I played the original one mm-hmm. on the 64. And that yeah, was fun. But you can't you can't go to a Blockbuster to get the printouts anymore. Yeah, but now, but I'm glad that there's a new one and they're continuing to do it. They're doing yeah. a sequel to it. So I'm like, oh, nice. I get to play this again. For a second, I thought you were talking about there was a sequel to Blockbuster. <laughs> sequel to Blockbuster. And they're going to do it again. And then all of those old Blockbusters that the, the, like, the, the buildings have been sold to other companies, <laughs> but all of a sudden the Blockbusters just 
come back and all of the merchandise in those <laughs> companies are still there but more and more video tapes keep showing up <laughs> and nobody oh knows God. why because the blockbusters are thinking again <laughs> um they're rising from their grave they're rising rise from the grave the fishman lives <laughs> rise oh, blockbuster rise <clears throat> But yeah. Oh man, can you imagine? Uh <laughs> but yeah, we got uh we got the new Pokemon Snap, which looks super dope. And then they got um what was it called? They got Pokemon uh Pearl and Sapphire. Is that what they called Robin? Uh yeah. They're doing a let's go version of those games. Yeah, a kinda let's go version. It's more basically that Diamond Pearl is more like basically frame by frame exact of the Pokemon. It's called Pokemon Brilliant Diamond and something Sapphire, which I'm going to admit it looks... It, no, it, it's, it, not, it's not Sapphire. Brilliant Diamond and something... Uh, it's not Sapphire. I forgot. Oh, What's the other name? I'm going to Google it right now. Pokemon. Sapphire. Because uh, Sapphire came out with Emerald and Ruby. Yeah. Uh, Diamond and Pearl. Diamond and Pearl. That thingy-majigger. So, yeah, there's that game that came on the Nintendo DS, and it's it's a game that everyone always said that it was going to be remade. I didn't know why, because I was like, oh, when we go from Gen 1, we go instantly to Gen 4 or something. It's called Pokemon Brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearl, which I'm going to admit something right now i have no problem with the art style of it it's kind of all right it's still in development hopefully they kind of tweak it and give it a nice polish it 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 looks all right the logos for brilliant diamond and shining pearl i do not like i don't like the design they did for the logo for it it Mm -hmm. looks just it looks weird like if someone just went on photoshop and put a a gradient on it I like I like the yeah I, I agree that I kind I kind of like how the design of it is. It's tr- they're trying to make it like how originally they mm. used to like the top down thing with the little sprites. Yeah, and uh, kind of giving it it's it kind of gives me like um Link, uh, Link's Awakening remastered vibe. Yeah, that's what it's kind of giving me. And I'm I, it's not it's not bad. It's not like the best looking one, but it's like. I see where they're going. It's like, okay, I like that. It's just, I kind of really hope they could have gone with a better design for the logo. I wish they did. Because that was the one thing about it. But the one game that actually got me excited for a Pokemon game, which it's, I call it Ghost of Pokemon Breath of the Wild. But this game is called Pokemon Legends Arceus. Yeah. I'm excited for it because it looks it just looks so much better Mm. than Skyward Sword. And it gives me it gives me Pokemon XD vibes. That old that old GameCube game. And that's what (laughs) I'm excited for. It's an actual it's an actual RPG Pokemon game. And I'm so excited for it. Yeah, and apparently this takes, pl- and I guess um, they're releasing uh, Diamond and Pearl again because this game, Pokemon Legend, takes place m- years before this game. It's kind of connected, I guess you could say. And okay. 
apparently what they've said that this is a new it's a huge departure on what the pokemon tradition is so oh, you mean the same goddamn story just in different games i'm just well uh, no you're not you're not wrong you're not wrong will you're, you literally aren't wrong <laughs> a lot of a lot of fans oh, no. ask, there's a team rocket except now they're wearing blue yeah. yeah. Well, it's, a it's lot more. Of it's more. Yeah. Asking for change. Yeah. And we're finally getting change. More change on gameplay wise. <laughs> I want to say. Now can we play as the Pokemon? <laughs> I mean, there be Mister Mime. Well, you can do that. It's called Pokemon Mystery Dungeon. No, a better one though. <laughs> <laughs> one that doesn't suck. <laughs> oh boy, I can be Squirtle. <laughs> squirt, squirt, <laughs> squirt, squirt. Which, by the way, is a terrible dub, right? <laughs> like, like that's a terrible fucking dub. Oh, but squirt, squirt. Oh like, goddamn. Oh. Um, no longer turn based, and you can intervene. Yeah, yeah. Just, just fuck. Yeah, fuck the turn based thing, right? It's like, okay, first I'll hit you, and then you hit me, and then I'll hit you again. When in the fucking show, it was like, hey, do all these crazy things while they're doing crazy things. That way you can kill them, not or, knock them out, or not make them faint, actually kill them. Hear me out. So you have the Pokemon, the two Pokemon fighting, and while the, uh, the, the opposite trainer from you is, is distracted, you just run over to the, to, the, to the other trainer. You just sock him in the fucking mouth. <laughs> <laughs> and then you win because you you did like I didn't need my Pokemon to defeat your Pokemon. I could just I just had to defeat you. <laughs> oh, that's like in uh Craig for Jones. Um <laughs> and uh I forget the name of the movie. I think it's like Craig for Jones and the uh the really hot uh coffee cup or something. <laughs> and uh I've I've covered this previously in the show. Uh, it's like, uh, all of these, all these people are like, uh, they all have like, they can do, uh, I don't know. They think they're wizards or something, but like they all have 45s and like they, they, they touch this coffee cup and they get, uh, taken to like a fucking, uh, yes. yeah. graveyard yes. and like <laughs> this guy with no nose and he touches, uh, he touches Craig for Jones on the forehead. And uh, anyway, that hurts him for some odd reasons. So he's got is, a glass forehead. Is this is, anyway? Wait, so go, I uh, want to ask you a question. Well, is 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 um, somehow did Harry Potter and the Goblet of Fire steal from Craigerford Jones? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, no, Craigerford Jones. Uh, that's been out for fucking ages, my dude. Craigerford mm-hmm. Jones. Um, and mm-hmm. and you might have also heard me discuss previously. The movie uh, Craigerford for Jones and the Not So Safe Big Ass Lizard Resort, which is what fucking fucking Jurassic Park stole yeah. all of the good bits from. Oh, you yeah. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, like, you know, they they left out the part where uh, there's these giant rats that rap. <laughs> I mean, it was the 80s and th- things got weird and they had like rapping rats and like Craigerford for <laughs> Jones was a, a Tyrannosaurus Rex and that. But um. And, and strangely, it's like Julius Caesar, the Shakespeare play, where like Julius Caesar isn't even the main character, but that's named after him, right? Uh, so like mm-hmm. Kirkman for Jones isn't the main character, but it, he, the most important one, he's the, you know, fucking uh, T-Rex. Anyway, um, 
anyway, what, what what I was gonna say was about the 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 Pokemon is like, yeah, if you just instead of running over and just like punching the other trainer in the mouth, you just uh, <laughs> hey Pikachu, do this, do that, and then you just pull your gun, and you just you're gonna lose. You good? And the other guy backs down. He's just like, I, I give up. I, he's like, yeah, yeah. Put the Pokemon back in the ball. Put the Pokemon back in the ball. And then out they do. Put it yeah. back. Put it, yeah, that's what I'm saying. You're pointing your gun at the guy. Put it back in the ball. Fuck. Yeah. Slowly. Okay. Slowly. 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 <laughs> now give me that badge. Fuck you, Brock. <laughs> What? I said give me the badge! <laughs> yeah. Do you Pokemon? mind if I follow you? You ain't following shit, and then you pop him in the knee. Uh, <laughs> you see? Like, give me the badge. Like, okay, here's, your, here's the badge. All right, now I got the badge. Now, now, now put this dress on. What? <laughs> Brock, Brock, put this dress on. I've got some weird childhood fantasies I'm dealing with with my, with my therapist. And then, like, he puts it on and he's just like, now dance. Go, 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 go. Jesus, this got dark. Oh, um, <laughs> we apologize. Oh, my um, God. Hey, if you're ready for the next generation of Pokemon, then you guys. <laughs> I mean, I'm sorry. <laughs> a Pokemon. This is where it's going. It's going to be mature now. All right. Sure. <laughs> the Pokemon actually die. Yeah. They don't the world die. is filled with ghost Pokemon. <laughs> this is the real world. All right. <laughs> Pokemon oh, rated God. M. In fact, it's the real world. It's very dark. People are using Pokemon for. Obviously, the next level just war. So, like you know, it's like, hey, we we ought to go deal with. Okay, cool. Uh, call up the uh, Charizard uh, Air Force Battalion, and then they just they just burn. They burn land. Pokemon. Do you think Michael Vick would really love the Pokemon world? Oh my god, no. <laughs> no, and nah. I'm, I'm throwing down I'm throwing down uh the one I get to make the the fucking nope sign. So we're going to nope uh we're going to do a big old nope to that. I say nay, nay sir, nay. Oh god, nay. nay. <laughs> Anyway, so what what are you rating the Pokemon thing? I'm actually going to give this Pokemon uh 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 four stars out of 5. I enjoyed it quite a lot, especially because of the Pokemon Legends one cuz even even if it's still in development, I like the style they're going for with this game, giving it yeah. that night arts vibe, giving it like a unique style. I like it. Looks like it could be improved a bit more, but I like it so far. It looks way better than fucking Sword and Shield. So I'm on board with it. Pokemon Snap. I'm bored with that, of yeah. course. I'm like super excited I, for that one. I'm, I, I'm excited for, for the new uh, Pokemon game coming out in 2022. That's the one thing, is that the new one's coming out in 2022. Yeah. But I am really excited for yeah. Pokemon for and it's new weird, Pokemon Snap. So I guess Robin, you can say that. Oh. You're so excited. 
hide it. Do, 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 do. You just can't hide it. Do, 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 do. And you're about to lose control. Pika, Pika, chew. Anyway, uh, there goes the music budget. <laughs> I'd give it. I'd say I'd give it a also a four out of five stars. Yeah, because it was it was it was fun. I'm excited for that game. But yes, now we out of the gaming news, everybody. We out of the gaming world. Now we're going now into the. Will, Will can get comfortable. Yeah. And, and, and oh, Scott. yeah. <laughs> I can get comfortable because, like, what y'all might not know is uh, I don't really pay attention to gaming news. I, 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 most of the stuff I hear, I hear from friends or by watching YouTube videos where they half-ass mention something. And I'm like, oh, okay, I guess that's happening. Okay, cool. And so sometimes during these 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 bits, what we do with it's like, hey, gaming news, I'm just like, oh, God, I don't know anything. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't know anything. So, oh, so I give, I give the new Pokemon 69 out of 420. It's a sexy. It's gonna be a meme. It's gonna be good. Bert. All right. There you go. Uh, Robin? I I will say um there one news thing with uh, movies is the announcement of the new Spider-Man movie. Uh the oh. title of it. Spider-Man no something. No home. way home. No way home, bro. Minus the bro. Yeah. The no way home. Spider-Man. Home is where the heart is. Yeah. <laughs> click your heels and say there's no place like home. That's the whole title. <laughs> uh but and also there's also Paramount Plus released a whole thread of like movie news and TV show news they're gonna have. Like they're doing an animated Nickelodeon Star Trek show. <gasps> <laughs> I just thought of this one. <laughs> Spider-Man Homeward Bound <laughs> Everybody's just dogs and a cat <laughs> We've got to stop the evil villain Spider- Spider-Man Roar. Homeward Bound <laughs> Spider-Man Homeward Bound It's just Simon and Garfunkel <laughs> No, it's Simon and Oates <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> because Hall and Oates is taken, so it's just Simon and Oates. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, you're right, Mr. Stefan. There's also, they are making a Frasier reboot or like a continuation well, of Frasier. And, and as, he, as he put right now, uh, CGI Rugrats, which looks weird as fuck. Yeah, CGI. Okay, but not for nothing. Rugrats looked weird as fuck, right? Like, yeah. that was an animation style that was strange, but yeah. fun, but strange. Yeah, and I guess and that's what makes the that rug, old Rugrats show. But this CG one, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> CGI Rugrats, he said, as putting. <laughs> I don't like Ooh. that at all. Yeah. It's, it's a it's a weird Ew. one, but well, I, I, we're just gonna click out of that tab and never go back to it. I'm gonna go uh, wash my eyes with um, scotch, probably. Um, there's also so, uh, uh, you know Paramount News, Paramount Plus. I mean, nah, I don't know. But so moving on to yeah, moving what on we're to well, we're all here for, ladies and gentlemen. We all watched a movie that came out. 
2021, no, 2020. It's a movie that is nominated for Golden Globes, uh, for a couple of Golden Globes nominated. For best, best drama, best directing in a drama, best screenplay, best actor, best supporting actress, and best score. Monkey. Yes. Monkey. <laughs> Monkey. <laughs> well, actually, actually, that is a joke used in the movie, but we're not gonna, we're not there yet. Yeah. But nobody man- makes them. <laughs> I, I want to say it so much. Go, so <laughs> oh, God. But yeah, we no, saw we. Nobody makes a monkey out of William Randolph Hearst. <laughs> anyway, nobody makes a monkey out of William Randolph Hearst. Oh God, I like her, but. She's yeah. Anyway, <laughs> Mank. But yes, yeah, yeah, so we saw a movie called Mank, starring Gary Gary Gary. Uh, that his Old name Gary, Gary Oldman. Oldman. Gary Oldman. I was I was hesitant to say Oldman because I'm like maybe I'm thinking of a wrong guy. But Gary, <laughs> Gary Oldman. Elderman. <laughs> and this, and it starts him. He plays. Uh, he plays the guy's name Mank. Uh, he plays he, Herman Mankiewicz. Mankiewicz. He is, Mankiewicz was the was one of the writers for the screenplay of Citizen Kane, and this which m- which is what this story is roughly about of how Herman Mankiewicz came up with the story of Citizen Kane, and it mm-hmm. had to do with what was he was dealing with his personal life at the time. Yes. And I guess I'm going to start with uh, Robin. Mr. Robin, what did you think of the movie? What did I, you think of it? I really enjoyed it. It's one of my, it is my, starting to be one of my favorite movies ever that where I would watch it over and over again mm-hmm. and would never get tired of it. Um, this is my, when me and Edgar watched it last night, this was like my fourth no. time watching it because I love it that much. Um, Interesting. It, especially after that, because I've never seen the movie Citizen Kane. I first, when I first watched Mank, I haven't seen Citizen Kane. It wasn't until so after I watched it the, that one the first time, I then watched Citizen Kane, and I'm like, oh my god, I really like both of these movies a lot more now because you, then you get an understanding, a better understanding of of uh, of of Mank. Because of Citizen Kane, and, and then a better understanding of Citizen Kane from of because of Mank, and mm-hmm. it, it is a very. Um, I w- we will say that this movie did come out at a really at a very good time in terms of politically in our cl- in our political climate. Because that's basically what I would. It's not only because oh the movie the movie came out because it's also talking about just about how Herman Mankiewicz made uh made it the the movie. Mm-hmm. But I mean, there's also a deeper meaning behind it too, especially given them talking about Upton Sinclair and and uh, William Randolph Hearst and such stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but no. Uh, like I mean, we can go into more detail when we go through it. Through yeah. with it. But and what about damn. what about? But what about you, Will? What did you What did you think of it? Was this like I your really first like time? This movie. Mm. I this is the first time I've seen it. Um. So here's how I watched this movie because I think context is important. Um. <laughs> I watched this movie 
very late. Um, my sleep schedule is a little bit um, screwy these days. And uh, I watched it very late. And uh, I watched it on my phone, in my car, while smoking. Which is great because it turns the context of the movie. It's the it's the it's the thirties and forties. Everybody was smoking, so I felt like I was really involved with the movie. Um, <laughs> and in fact, there's a whole lot of scenes where they were smoking, like yeah. Cuban cigars and you know cigarettes and blah blah blah. Anyway, and I really liked the movie. Uh, it reminds me a lot in a lot of strange ways. Of the movie uh, 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 Trumbo from 2015. Yeah. Yeah. That's so, another. which, I mean, tr- Trumbo's even a little more heavy handed oh, with some of geez. it. So, like, the, 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 the two men in the movies, in both movies, have a lot of similarities. Um, I mean, Mank is, is this, like, He's an alcoholic and, you know, he's terrible with money, but he's got a wife that adores him and he's got children that apparently he doesn't really have time for. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, he's, he's got problems and yeah. but he's apparently a, he's a, this good writer. But like, it's it's just a, a good look at a life like mm-hmm. yeah. the way they do like. He's writing. They'll have scenes where he he's writing the the script, and then they do cutbacks. Yeah, yeah. And like you know, and it's the depression, and everything's like everything kind of sucks. And what we pointed out when me and Edgar were watching it, because Edgar also recently watched Citizen Kane. Yeah, and and that's what I want to also ask. Well, did you you watch this? uh, Already watched seen Citizen Kane, right? I haven't seen Citizen Kane. No. Oh, really? Okay. Well, when you when you if when you do get a chance to see it, will there's a lot of very similarities to it because mm-hmm. in, in Citizen Kane they do that same thing where it's like it, it does these flashbacks where it goes to the point in the future and it cuts back and forth. Yeah. Just like yeah, in May. that was the that 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 was they they describe that it okay in Mank they describe the script. And they're criticizing it, saying it's back and forth and all these things. And they do that in the movie Mank, where they have a lot of flashbacks. So I assumed that that was a play on Citizen Kane. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's same with yeah. a lot of the uh, cinematography is not just very similar to that of Citizen Kane, yeah. but just 40s camera work in general yeah like um, I, I, like i want to like here mike here's my context of how um m- from my film i actually i really enjoy it um but when i first saw it robin introduced me i i watched it at like a not a really great time because i was watching vinyl so i wasn't really like paying attention too much and even at the same time i wasn't i i i, I was like it's all right i'm like I, I i'm interested in it but it's like I'm like, what does this have to do with Citizen Kane? I didn't understand that. And so I guess for me, it's like now watching Citizen Kane and now watching this film, like without being like final stressed, but now watching it seen with the context of Citizen Kane, it, it, I actually, I really enjoy this film. 
And it, it, cause with a lot of what Mank is doing is basically, it's a, it's like kind of like an homage to Citizen Kane, like literally a huge homage to it. And, um, with the, uh, also hold up, I will be right back. I am getting a phone call. So let me put it at the. I, I will say that I think this review would be a bit different of what we usually do, because we do movies where, they they have they're not like a recently recently co- come out movie kind of thing, so th- this one would be like that's where we would really go into full detail of it. But with Mank, it, since it came out last year, it just feels like this is something that we could we could talk about and just really say how good it is. But we don't want to give a lot of it away because you can go watch it right now. Yeah, um, and I do recommend uh, everybody uh, go watch uh, go watch it on Netflix. It's very good. Yeah, um, it, it it covers a whole lot of like really heady uh, subjects. Um, yeah. So like uh, one of the one of the things. Jesus Christ! <laughs> Excuse me, sorry. Uh, why are we? We'll be right back on the screen right now. Oh, it's because I was I left because I got a phone call. That's what I was saying. We were still here. Yeah, but I anyway. put it on, so well, God, you know you, 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 you. we were talking about the thing. I don't blame anyway. my camera. No. Uh, uh, what? Anyway, so yeah. the, so like they they discuss politics. Uh, like politics is like a really uh, important uh, thread in this movie uh, mm-hmm. because Mank. Uh, and 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 it's and it's 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 a good contrast with Trumbo because in Trumbo, uh, the main character Trumbo is a socialist. Like he yeah. actually just is a socialist, and so he gets uh, blacklisted because of that. But in Mank, Mank isn't a socialist. He, at least they don't say that outright. He seems to be kind of like teeter tottering. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he he's uh, he sympathizes with uh, some of the s- socialist views that uh, Upton Sinclair is making because is yeah, it's I a found, depression. Which I found out, um, I looked it up that Upton Sinclair was a socialist from 1907 to 1934, and then mm. became a Democrat when he was running in California from 34 until his death in 1968, I think. Yeah. So, which I thought was interesting. Because, because it was the thing that would have it's what Bernie Sanders does. We're getting into real politics here, but like it's what Bernie Sanders does. Bernie Sanders is an independent, and then when he runs for president, he's a Democrat. Yeah. So, so Upton Sinclair was probably doing the exact same thing. Although maybe he yeah. mellowed a little bit, or maybe he saw the liberalism of like the FDR era kind of flip yeah. the script. Of, and anyway. I mean, that's one thing, like, I mean, and it, they even say this in the movie, like, th- this has to do with the movie, like, that a lot of the big reasons why Upton Sinclair didn't win was because of the the anti-Upton Sinclair videos that MGM was was making, and they st- they talk about this in the movie, so this counts as the review. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah. So, a, a, a big... Um... This is te- this technically, as I was telling Robin yesterday, this is technically the most political. I guess kind of. There's a lot of polit. I guess you could say there's a lot of politics politics in this movie. Yeah. yeah so the, it's there's a there's a lot of like 
stuff. And and I, for one, I'm not really as knowledgeable or as has that much knowledge in politics, especially at this time that much, or even like in the present time, kind of. But I know you guys, you two guys know more than I do about this stuff. So that's it, why. I mean, like I always like I, I felt like I watched Citizen Kane at the at the perfect time. Let's just put it that way. Mm-hmm. But that's besides the point. So um like there was another thing that were I think they even said this in the movie too is that FDR just did not give support enough support to Upton Sinclair. Right. In California, which he should have and that could have helped well he he we can get into why but uh let's not anyway um (laughs) so they so there's this uh and that that struggle right of like upton sinclair running against the uh the republican marion is yeah marion uh marion what's his name marion frank marion frank marion um he that that's that helps to show like the struggles that uh mank is going through because he likes his job and he likes getting paid and he likes to work and he likes owning stuff and he likes to drink and by by following the uh establishment of hollywood he could do all of those things and then mm-hmm. at the same time, he also resents them and resents that that system that they live in and how you know he's a writer for it and he's smart. Yeah. I was going to say it's like he's yeah, like he's a he's a writer, and that's the that's mm-hmm. the thing is that a lot of the times writers in Hollywood are very like, oh, we can just go get another one kind of thing. Yeah. Like yeah. And and that's the thing that sucks is that like you know there's a reason they even talk about it because the, it the, this is also at the moment when the writers guild was just being established also mm. they they yeah. talk about it in the movie and Mank yeah. is they're really asking like Mank's brother is telling him like we really want you to be a part of it because you you would be a big asset to it mm-hmm. and um, I, I guess and then what what in the movie would make with dealing with with a lot of like how they treat writers is kind of it's very similar to how like right now in hollywood it's how they treat animators yeah like, where like they could basically they can have them in one project and shut the entire company and fire everyone who was working on the animation like right there mm-hmm. and uh, like th- i mean there's a lot of themes that happen within this movie but it's all focused all mm-hmm. around mankowitz yeah, and yeah. how he was able to go through it, and how he was able to come up with the idea to then write Citizen Kane, and mm-hmm. then there's a whole whole uh, controversial issue on on who actually wrote it. Was it really just Mankiewicz who wrote it, and Orson Welles just put his name in there, or was it actually a collaborative effort that they actually did write it? And, and that's what that's what it is actually is that Mankiewicz wrote the first draft, and then. Orson Welles liked it, and then he did some rewrites when Mankiewicz couldn't do it. And, uh, but I know that is true that Orson Welles really just wanted to have his name on, like, for the written by Orson Welles, and then Mankiewicz had to fight for it, saying, like, no, I want, I want to be be on there too because I think this is the best thing that I've wrote, which he says in the movie. So, and that's the thing. That's another thing with the. Uh, really quick to Citizen Kane, 
it's always been like from like IMDb and other places, like uh, it's always been like portrayed as, Oh, this is the greatest movie of all time. It's not really anymore. Mm-hmm. It is a good movie. It's not the greatest movie ever made. I will say it is the best written movie I have ever mm-hmm. heard. Yeah. Because I, I, the, the screenplay yeah. is really good. I would citizen Kane for me. I don't think it's like for me personally, I don't think it's like the, best movie of all time but i do acknowledge and i do think that it is a film that like at the time when it came out and the history of this film of of citizen kane deserves all the praise it gets i yeah it it i i see it as that because it's always that it citizen kane is always that movie that like it's always said like oh if you go to film school you're gonna be watching citizen kane and all that Mm-hmm. And so, and I mean, I, I I've seen Citizen Kane, and I really like it. And I, as I was saying, when it came to now, after watching Mank, now knowing and watching Citizen Kane, a lot of it is like the way the film transitions, the way the film tells a story, the way they move the camera, cinematography, everything, and technical aspect, even in the color grading, it's all basically if it's its own, it's. It's an homage. It's a love letter. It's Citizen I, Kane itself. I really love how it transitions, mm-hmm. like the, how the the lights dim down as if we were watching. We're also watching a play. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I really like how the the lights dim down and stuff like that. But but yeah, it's really. I mm-hmm. I love talking about I love talking about this movie, but it like and I was telling this to Will like. I feel like this review is going to be a bit different and yeah. it has been different because we haven't, we haven't been going into full detail about it. Mm-hmm. And I really, I really don't want to Yeah, mostly because of how recent the movie is mm-hmm. and I want people to watch it. Yeah. It's as a, as a, it is new. So like it's, uh, we don't want to go to full spoilers, but I feel like we don't really need to go to full spoilers with this film because I feel mm-hmm. it's more of like, the history itself and the story and the technical aspect of this film is what like even itself and it's my god just just the the scene of of when mank is pitching citizen kane mm-hmm. to william randolph hearst in the drunk state that he's in mm-hmm. and that's just the greatest part of the movie have you ever mank. heard the parable of the organ grinders monkey I, I remember when we were at the when we were at the re- when we were at the rehearsal. Me and Edgar, mm. I kept saying, um, I kept saying, like, have you heard of the story? I have a movie story for you, William. A movie that you're just gonna love. It's a modern day take on Quixote and his and his lovable si- sidekick Sancho. Sancho, <laughs> yeah, yeah, good enunciation I, work there. Can I get a Picasso? <laughs> and the and the and I and I I like the one thing I I would really praise for this film, and I kind of really hope like it wins these awards is on the technical aspect of the film, the way the film, like the way the cinematography set, is like set design, cinematography, editing, um, editing. My God, the like, guy who played Orson Welles getting his voice pretty goddamn well. Oh, yeah, 
Yeah. Watching it, I didn't I didn't notice it the like the first time when I watched it, but now watching Citizen Kane, I'm like, oh my god. I'm like, holy shit. Give this <laughs> give this man a award for doing that. And also I, and Gary Oldman as Meg, he's fucking great in this movie. He's fantastic. It makes me wish that like there's a lot of like the people who are nominated for best actor, there are a lot of good ones. Mm-hmm. Like Sasha Baron Cohen. Well, well, for his, for his is yeah, Sasha Baron Cohen for mm-hmm. for Abby Hoffman. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Then, then Mank- uh, Gary Oldman for Mankiewicz, and just and I, I want to see the father for Anthony Hopkins, but like that doesn't come out till March, and it probably won't. Mm-hmm. It will be on Hulu, I think. Right. So we won't. We all three of us won't be able to watch it. I think Edgar's the only one who can watch it. Yeah. But uh, but yeah, um, I don't know. Will, do you have Hulu? No. Okay, so yeah, mm-hmm. it's just Edgar that would be able to watch it. Yeah. But like, that's like my main thing. I I praise Mank for the the te- all the technical aspect, the little details they add. It's, the, it's so great. You're, you're, all, you're also forgetting the music in this. Oh yeah, the music's the really music good. Is so goddamn good, this- and it's made by the two the two main people from Nine Inch Nails, Trent Reznor and Atticus Ross. Mm-hmm. And this movie's made and, by, oh. uh, is directed by David Fincher, who did uh, The Social Network, The Girl with the Dragon Tattoo, Zodiac. Zodiac. He did, he did, he did seven, a lot of it. He did mm-hmm. seven. Yeah. And I for, did, I, I, for one, I haven't the seen... Greatest, the greatest movie ever, Alien 3. <laughs> <laughs> Which was his technically his first big blockbuster movie he's ever done. Well, like and his, his first only film. bad movie. Yeah, and I yeah. haven't seen any. I haven't really seen all of his filmography. I need to watch those, especially after watching Mank. I need to go and watch his films because also golly. The, screen, the screenplay of this is written by Jack Fincher, which is David's late father. Mm-hmm. Um, he wrote Jack Fincher originally wrote this intended for a movie for the movie to happen in 1998 oh damn and then, and then i think it it didn't go through and then eventually jack fincher passed away and then david fincher decided i want to make this movie and then he made nice. the movie using his dad's script mm-hmm. and his dad uh, is and i know his dad is nominated for a golden globe yeah his dad's nominated for a golden globe mm-hmm. which i think is kind of, it's cool like like the screenplay is also good too but i don't know if it's gonna beat uh aaron sorkin because mm-hmm. Trial of the Chicago Seven screen screenplay is pretty 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 damn good. <laughs> That's a movie I need. I still need to watch though. But yeah, but yeah, this a lot a lot of this film is like I I I, I agree with Robin. I'm like I don't think I want to really spoil the film. At the same time, I also don't think there's really that much we can spoil because this movie. Here's the thing, guys. The movie is two hours and eleven minutes. It's a, it's a it's a pretty pretty lengthy film. And I, I will say, like some of my critiques, there, there are times where I feel the movie can drag a bit, where like I kind of like, okay, but when it gets going, it gets going. A lot of it that carries it for me is, the, is Gary Oldman's performance, and it's him and like how he plays Mank, and just it, Mank himself was very intriguing for me. The way... Of him trying, like making the script, his his intentions is like his, like his goals, and then like how it, it how it go, at, like basically how Citizen Kane itself the script was made. Two support devices. 
and then they take a drink. <laughs> yeah. But um, uh, is there I, anything else we can really say for the film that you guys want to point out? Or well, the acting's superb. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the woman who plays Marion Davies is wonderful at the role because Steinfeld. What Amanda Steinfeld? I think it's her name. Is is her name? She, she's nominated for a Golden Globe. I thought you said Luann from Seinfeld. <laughs> That's I, heard. Like, I heard Lu- Seinfeld. Yeah, I was like Lu- Luann from Seinfeld. I was like, there isn't a Luann in Seinfeld. Is there a Luann in Seinfeld? There isn't a Luann in Seinfeld. Anyway, but yeah, Marion, the the woman who plays Marion Davies is amazing. Uh, yeah. She does such a good job because the character, like you know, Mank Mank. Uh, she isn't like this this dumb blonde woman. She's very smart. Just because mm-hmm. she's pretty doesn't mean she's dumb. You know yeah. what I mean? Mm-hmm. And she's very smart and you can see that in the movie and Mank like tells her like, you know, you're smarter than she just like she's not from like what high society where you don't you don't say certain things at dinner and she's yeah. and so there's that like class difference between like oh well you said something that we normally don't say <laughs> but like the the who's the actor who played uh uh william randolph hearst oh he's in game of thrones I just yeah he's a lannister he's the king yeah. of the lannister family yeah he does a really good job fuck what is his name he uh, what was uh, it what was uh, the, what was the character? yes Charles, Charles Dance does a great job mm-hmm. at William Randolph Hearst. Also, can we just say kind of fuck William Randolph Hearst? Uh, oh, you yeah. Know, yeah. 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 Kind of just fuck William Randolph Hearst. Fuck that Hearst. man. Screw him. But uh, it's a great movie. It, it deals with a lot of heavy shit. Yeah. Uh, there's a also suicide in the movie. Also um, fuck Louis B. Mayer. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah right yeah. Louis B. Mayer who uh, and, and actually it's all of the uh, studio executives at the time mm-hmm. and even today I mean the same kinds of things that they did back then it was the depression it was slightly different right mm-hmm. but they still do that today yeah uh, I, I would say what, a lot of this a lot of the movie like watch like I was watching it a lot of it's like yeah you could get like some scenes from this and it's very similar to how we are right now like how it yeah. is like present day which is like golly we haven't changed yeah so um shall we go around with uh what we're gonna rate this movie yeah uh i guess we'll start with uh mr will what would your overall thoughts and your rating i i love the movie um every all the acting's great uh, the storyline is great. The flashbacks are very fun. They they make the character so much deeper because uh, it, it the way the movie is set up. Mm-hmm. You can if you just if if I, I kind of want to see an edit of this film where mm-hmm. all of the flashbacks are shown chronologically, and then all of the scenes in the the at the ranch are shown chronologically and just mm. see how it plays out and then rewatch it the way it is made 
You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, I don't think the linear story does this justice. Yeah. It has to have the flashbacks for it mm-hmm. to be as good at it as it is. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I'm going to give it five out of five. Um, it, it's very good. Mm-hmm. Uh, but like in addition to watching this movie, I think you ought to go watch Trumbo as well. Yeah. Uh, I need to make sure just because they're they're similar in some ways. They are not the same movie by any stretch of the imagination, mm-hmm. but they but they have uh, some themes that I think um, would be good uh, bookends to one another. So if you watched like Mank. And then you watched Trumbo, you could be like, oh, okay, these kinds of things that are happening in the 30s and the 40s continue to happen in the 50s. So, yeah, yeah I, need it, put, I need to put it, Trumbo it's on my just, watch list. Great movie. Great movie. Five stars. Yes. Mr. Robin, your overall thoughts and rating uh, of Mink. I, I honestly think this is like, if, there, if I ever come across a movie, that I could watch over and over and over again and never get tired of. To me, that is a perfect movie. And to mm-hmm. me, Mank is a perfect movie. Mm-hmm. Um, and like down to the editing, down to the camera work, to the acting, to the, to the film score, to the transitions. It is just a great, great movie. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm also gonna give it a five out of five stars. Nice. I you need to watch it. And there's mm-hmm. always that thing where people say like, "Oh, would I have to watch um, Citizen Kane to understand Mank?" No, you don't. There's proof mm-hmm. with with Will. He watched it and didn't watch Citizen Kane and gave it a five out of five. Yeah. When I first yeah. watched, I haven't seen Citizen Kane, and mm-hmm. it is a great movie. You even get to understand what Citizen Kane is about from the scene where he pitches it in a drunk state to William <laughs> Randolph Hearst. Yeah. Oh yeah. And, the, and then when you, when you watch Mank and then you watch Citizen Kane, you then fully appreciate what Citizen Kane is. Yeah. And that, yeah. That's, what I, that's what I give it a five out of five stars. Nice. And can I just add one thing real quick? Yeah. All of the other movie reviews that we've done, we talk in depth about the movie, like almost scene for scene. You know, we skip some shit. Mm-hmm. Um, and we've done that for movies that were new. We did it for uh, we did it for the trial mm-hmm. of the Chicago mm-hmm. Seven. Mm-hmm. I think I also gave that movie a five star, if I if I recall correctly. I, I'm sure I rated it highly. I, I don't know if we reviewed it, but that may have been an untitled segment. Yeah, that, you're right. That might have been an untitled segment one. The trial the Chicago trial of the Chicago Seven. Yeah, that was probably untitled segment because we never reviewed. Yeah, it. yeah. Okay, I thought we had. But anyway, my mind, my mind is turning to soup. <laughs> um, yeah. but it's 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 telling that we aren't trying to tell tell you all here's everything that happens in the movie we want you to go see it mm-hmm. so like we we've given you a bunch of like the high points and some of the themes and we've told you that the acting is amazing 
So we, yeah. re, uh, I, you know, Robin and I, we haven't heard Edgar's thoughts yet, <laughs> but Robin and I are uh, are clearly being like, "Hey, this is a good movie. You should go see mm-hmm. it." Edgar, yeah, um, I I'm gonna echo like it, it. The film itself is really great. The a lot a lot of the technical aspects of this film is really great. The way it was shot, the way they had everything set up, the set designs, how they transition from one scene to another, how they transition to flashbacks, the way that they have like the typewriter text to like like if it was like interior or exterior in an apartment or in a studio. That, that's another thing. That's another yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, like that's another thing that always tickles my funny bone. Just yeah. like and oh, a, that's just and- so great. And a lot of and a lot of that, like I I love that so much. And I could understand saying like you don't have to watch Citizen Kane to like go into this movie. And I can see that, yeah, for the like Will hasn't seen Citizen Kane. That I guess for me, when I first saw the film, I really wasn't into it. Like I wasn't one night because I was doing work, but at the same time, it was like it was interesting. But I never really understood what was so special about it. For me personally, it wasn't until I saw Citizen Kane and I I really enjoyed Citizen Kane and going into this now, I appreciate the film much more than I did before. Like for me personally, I wanted for me personally, I needed to see Citizen Kane in order to fully appreciate Mank. Because a lot of what Mank does is a is a huge homage and a love to to Citizen Kane itself. Because one is by the guy who wrote Citizen Kane, and it's a story about him, and how it's edited. It, it feels like if it's like based on himself sometimes when it comes to it. And I my I only have like minor issues for me personally when it comes to the film itself. There are times where it feels like it can drag a bit for me, where it's like I wanted to move along a bit more. But what really like keeps the film really strong, other than the technical aspect of it, is Gary uh, Gary Oldman's performance. Everyone's performance in the film, everyone does a really great job to keep this film afloat. But Gary Oldman is like the hard, like key role of this of this film, especially the guy who voiced Orson Welles. Like holy shit! Yeah, and who did? Who was that? Who I don't. I don't. I don't know. Name? I'm gonna. Yeah. I'm gonna look it up right now. Yeah, and so for me, because um, everyone has like their own their things. Like for me, I, I and as Will said, like yeah, it's like it's a movie that like we, for me personally, like, it's oh go for it, Robin. His name is Tom Burke. Tom Burke. Mm. He's a new guy. He's from London. Mm. He's not Always, new. He's, he's born in nineteen eighty one. Yeah. yeah. He's done a lot of TV stuff. It seems. Mm. Okay. Well, he did a good job. Yeah, yeah, you did a really good job, and from and so like yeah, it's as they were saying, it's just like it's a film we really don't want to spoil. One especially because it's new, so you want to do that, and it's like it's kind. I have the same. It it's the same feeling how I felt when uh we were discussing the lighthouse. It's like I don't really want to spoil and the story for for the for the audience for you guys, and it's like something I want you guys to check it out, and that's what I'm gonna echo here. Yeah, we. It's it's a movie you personally should check out, especially if you you want to see how this is very similar to how we are in the times. And I guess to conclude, the film for me personally, I'm going to give it a four out of five stars. Okay. It might change. I'm very on the fence if I should give it four or four and a half. So most likely, I'm going to rewatch this film because it's a it's still a really good it's a really good film. Other than like parts that I felt were dragging, other than that, I think a lot of it is really fantastic. But yeah, four stars out of five. 
But so, yeah. um, I have one thing to say. Yeah. Uh, the actress who plays uh, Marion Davies, uh, Amanda Seyfried, Seyfried, mm-hmm. Seyfried, Seyfried, whatever. The she. She, she, her like first big break came as Karen Smith in the movie Mean Girls. Oh, <laughs> and like, oh, that's oh. amazing. She's also the main, uh, the main, uh, star, not the main star, but uh, the main lead in uh, Mamma Mia and mm. Mamma Mia 2, uh, oh, yeah. with Cher. Um, like she's like the love interest, right? So like Meryl Streep is obviously like the main or whatever. But like anyway, yeah. I was just, like I would I didn't know that, and then I was like, huh? Well, you learn something new every that, day. I, that's awesome. And because you, you <laughs> in black and white films, the movies in black and white, black and white mm. films change how people look. So, mm. um. Yeah. Anyway, that, course, that that that's a fun connection. Yeah. And of course, ladies and gentlemen, we aren't done yet. Of course, we do have our untitled segment idea. So without further ado, I'm going to play the untitled segment idea intro. And one, two, one, two, three, and... Untitled segment idea, but yes, yes. Hell yeah, oh yeah, I really, I, I, I really, I will say, I still do like the untitled segment idea intro. I like it. I still like it. Yeah. <sighs> Nothing will change. <laughs> Nothing changes. <laughs> um. But yes, uh, we uh, um, starting with uh. Uh, Robin, Mr. Robin, what have oh. you recently watched, seen, played, read, s- listened to, etc., etc., etc.? Well, I have the recent thing I have, I'm gonna go with watch. Uh, the recent thing I've watched was The Conjuring. Um, mm. it's a scary movie, uh, about, um, uh, based on a true story, and it's filmed, it's directed by James Wan, who has done. Conjuring, The Conjuring 2, and I think the first Annabelle movie, and that's it, in terms of the Ooh. horror movies that he's done. Didn't he also direct Aquaman? He did do Aquaman, <laughs> but I'm just going to pretend that didn't exist. <laughs> but, um, he's he's about to, I think, I don't think he's worked, I think he's producing Conjuring 3, but he's not directing mm. Conjuring 3. Anyway, so Conjuring. The Conjuring is about Elizabeth and I forgot the guy's name, Ed, Ed Warren, Ed and who, are, who are both, both of them are paranormal Supreme people. Supreme Court Justice uh, Ed Warren from the Warren Report. No, no, it's a different Ed Warren. Mortal Kombat um, lead director Ed Boon. God damn it. It's actually <laughs> Earl Warren. Just I, I was just, okay. I, was, I was being funny. <laughs> But um, The Conjuring, it's a terrifying movie, especially if you were to see this at night or in the theaters. Because I saw The Conjuring 2 in theaters. I saw The Conjuring at home a long time ago. Mm. But um, 
it it is a good horror movie, especially since it's like it, it adds to it that it's like it's based off of a true story. Mm-hmm. Um, I highly recommend it. It's about this about this uh, family who are being mm-hmm. um, attacked by a basically a demon, yeah. and um, yeah, I, I just <laughs> I, I highly recommend it. I'm I, sorry, it's it, it, it's a good movie. I, watch it. I, I give it a four or five stars. There we go. Mm, all right. I've never seen The Conjuring. I guess this was around the time when, because uh, I, I believe this was around the time when I when I was in a horror movie phase where I was just watching and I rented nothing but like horror movies. And so I was like, I never got into it because I thought it was just going to be like Insidious. Because fun fact, yeah. I don't like Insidious. I never, that was like, okay, this bleh. And also I don't like Annabelle as well. So. It's like when you when you mean by you don't like like you just don't like them or it was which terrifying. ones like with the, because insidious with insidious and Annabelle I just don't like them like I don't like them because they're scary no I just don't like them because okay. I don't think they're I don't think they're good movies they never okay. entertained me that's me okay personally. well I was about to say like you got to clarify yes yeah. if you're if it's talking about a horror movie it's like when you mean by you don't like it, what do you mean by that? It sounds like you're about to pull out a gun and be like, what do you think? What do you think about this, huh? Well, like, I haven't seen Insidious, so I can't say anything. Or Annabelle, so I can't mm-hmm. defend yeah. them at all or whatever. Mm-hmm. And so, hey, everyone has and hey, everyone has their own preferences of what was scary for them. I just didn't like Insidious, okay? Don't kill me for that, please. Please, Pikachu, don't kill me. Don't kill me, Pikachu. But yes. Edgar's favorite is is Insidious Chapter Three. Uh, <laughs> oh God! Chapter Three, where the Insidious do their taxes. Oh my God! <laughs> That's the scariest of them all. Taxes. But yes, Will, Mister Will from South Texas, what have you recently seen, watched, read, listened to, etc., etc., etc.? Okay, well, when you say it like that, um. Um, uh, i actually recently have gotten back into playing um some terraria uh like i i didn't know what to play and uh thought you know what uh kind of it i'm gonna play some terraria um and uh it's been fun. I've been playing. Uh, I played a little bit with uh, uh, Stefan, uh, my friend. Uh, oh, is, he, is he getting back into playing Terraria also? Uh, I, I was going to say uh, my friend, uh, Robin's brother. Uh, <laughs> Ed, Edgar's also friend. Uh, 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 fucking yo. He yo. Said in the, yeah. He's uh, and we, we played once together, but I've also been playing with some of the boys in the regiment. Shout out to the 21st Corlin Jaegers. Uh, uh, yeah, he we represent the 21st. Yay. Go Jaegers. Uh, that's German <laughs> for Hunter. Um, Ooh. anyway go us uh we've been playing some stuff uh it's been fun uh i made a elevator oh elevator a elevator which is so terraria for many of you who don't know um is uh it it, it basically it's like minecraft but not and it's on it, yeah 
It's like a uh, side scroller <laughs> version of Minecraft. That's yeah, how sure. I describe 2D it. Minecraft. Uh, so, 2D Minecraft, indeed. And it's fun. It's really fun. Uh, but you just mine straight down. <sighs> and uh, there's different sub-levels of uh, the world. And uh, you can go all the way to hell. Uh, oh, when you go all the way to hell, what? you get to yeah, you get oh. to fight demons and fire imps and flaming slimes and oh, uh, this goddamn uh, zombie wizard along the way. That's a piece of shit. I think its name is Tim, and I'm not being funny. I think its name is actually Tim. And uh, yeah, we've been having a good time. Uh, nice. <clears throat> we uh, we you know expanded the world. We've been fighting. Okay, one of the things about this game is that apparently there's sky cities. Sky cities. Fucking sky cities. There's cities in the sky. Not only can you go down into the earth, you can go up into the sky. And uh, you can do that, essentially. Uh, uh, you, you, uh, you can get rope and you can build your own little tower of Babel and you can just go straight up to outer space until you hit the, until you hit the, the game wall. Um, but they're, si- they're sky cities and you got to find them. And when you find them, you got to fight harpies, uh, a fuck ton of harpies and they suck and they're terrible and I hate them. Uh, and, uh, so we've been having a full on war with harpies. Um, we have killed 300 plus harpies thus far. Uh, it's a a thing. So, uh, (laughs) shout out, shout out to, uh, to my friend meal, AKA the Jimothy, because, uh, we're going to murder these goddamn harpies, buddy. Uh, fuck harpies. So that's what I've been doing. That's fun. I've enjoyed it. Nice. 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 Very nice. Uh, what about you, Edgar? What have you been reading, watching, playing, listening to, etc., and all the jazz? Um, I recently was uh, as I I was watching uh, three movies for class, which were Frankenstein, The Bride of Frankenstein. And young Frankenstein. Meet the fuckers. Frankenstein, <laughs> <laughs> the bride of Frankenstein, and meet the, the fuckers. fuckers. <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> young Frankenstein. And I gotta say, um, Frankenstein, the first one, I like it. I was like, oh, I like it. Ish. This is pretty cool. Bride of Frankenstein takes itself less seriously, goes for the more goofy route. Still enjoy it. I like the first one more. Uh, Mel Brooks, uh, Young Frankenstein, really funny. I re- I really like it. It's a it's put a- it on the ring. <laughs> <laughs> Would you like to roll in the hay? What knockers? Thank you, Head Doctor. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that movie was a, that that movie was a was a joy to watch. Ah, but yeah, those those movies were really fun. The Frank Frankenstein was like more serious, so it's like it took itself more seriously. So it's like, oh, it's a real more horror kind of movie. And then you got the other second one where it's like Frankenstein wants a girlfriend, kind of. Yeah, 
Like I that. want a girlfriend. <laughs> Frankenstein is an incel, a 21st century interpretation of the Frankenstein monster. <laughs> I want a girlfriend. <laughs> also, also, Stefan in the comment section just said, Blucha! So I had to go. All right. Well, yeah, that's uh, we at the uh, we at the end of the line, ladies and gentlemen. Um, of course, before we go, uh, make sure if you haven't followed the our uh, Twitch, follow us. We're close to fifty followers, close to the affiliate. Yes, and we all know what happens when we get affiliate, right? Yes, will. We'll- gets minecraft and we are gonna stream it live and it's gonna be minecraft hardcore mode it's gonna be his first time playing minecraft and his first time it's gonna be playing hardcore mode it's gonna i i i'm i'm very excited for that and of course if you have if you're not able to watch if you weren't able to watch this uh, you're going to have two options now to uh, to watch it if you can't watch it on Twitch. You could uh, follow and subscribe to us on the YouTubes and go check out check out the YouTubes and you could give us a subscribe and you can see all of our uh, lo- backlogs of uh, uh, previous uh, podcast episodes and other gaming episodes and even future gaming episodes and, st- and podcast episodes. And of course, this is going to be the first episode that we're going to upload to spotify yeah first one on spotify yeah so hey all of our listeners in spotify hi hello let uh, us know what you guys think you? Of this. uh i hope you're comfortable uh yeah. i hope you've uh kicked off your shoes you have a nice uh nice uh glass of red wine or maybe uh maybe a nice coffee yeah uh maybe you're sitting down to a steak maybe you're driving to work, but uh, I hope this yeah. finds you well. Yeah. Because tonight we're just gonna listen to all the jazz. <laughs> anyway, um, <laughs> so, so yay, we're on the Spooterfy. Yeah, we're gonna be on the Spooterfy very soon. Yeah, yeah, we're on the Spotify. Yeah, YouTube's get the YouTube video is gonna come out first. Or maybe they both will come out at the same time. Who knows? I don't know. Nobody knows until the future. <laughs> Literally nobody knows right now. No. But eventually, we hope. Yes. God, we hope. We really hope. But of course, ladies and gentlemen, thank you all for watching. We love you all. We're going to head out. I'm going to go pee. Thank you all for watching. We love you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Save Mars. Maria. <laughs> 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 <laughs>